0: Friends, future friends, haters, and ex-lovers, welcome back to another episode of Crimes of the Heart. I'm your host, Rory Upold, And next week is October, which means fresh episodes and insane stories. I am so excited about this month. In honor of Spooky Season, we are going to have a month's worth of content focused on ghosts at Ghosting. Mm-hmm. So tell a friend and help me get the word out, and if you haven't rated or reviewed the show yet, what are you doing? There is no better time than now. So please drop me a line and let me know why you like the show or what you're looking forward to. I would hugely, hugely appreciate it. Now, to kick off October's ghost theme a teeny tiny bit early, today's story is both a ghost story and an extreme case of FBIing. That's right. Today's crime is complicated. So I am thrilled to have the hilarious and uber-talented actress and the recent host of When Science Finds a Way, a new podcast on the Welcome Network, my dear friend, Alicia Wainwright. Welcome to Crimes of the Heart.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm really excited that you're here. Me too. I feel like we talk enough about dating and relationships that why not have everyone join in? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, so we have a Crazy crime, and -hmm. I can't wait for you to hear it. Dear Lord. (laughs) Yeah. Hit it. (laughs) A quick disclaimer our episodes deal with serious incidents and triggering subject matter if you feel like at any time you need support please do not hesitate to grab a cocktail share this with a friend or contact us with your own stories we are here to listen and liberate contact information can be found in the show
1: notes the names in the following episode have not been changed to protect the innocent or the guilty
2: If you had the option of knowing or not knowing, if your ex still looks at your profile, you cannot tell me that you would not wanna know. Everyone would click yes. You could say, I don't care about them anymore. It doesn't matter if you care about them anymore. Do you wanna know? That's it, that's all it is.
0: This is 22-year-old Bella. The New York Post called her a stalker, but her fans call her a genius. Today, you'll get to decide. Our story starts on April Fool's, 2019, in San Diego, California. (laughs) We're three years into Mark and Bella's relationship. It's Monday, which means both of them have the day off and plan on spending it together, a weekly tradition. Bella's
2: just finished her spin class. Great job, everybody. You guys really pushed it today. When Mark texts her. He normally texts me good morning and instead of like good morning, here's my ETA for brunch, he was like, are you home? And I was like, that's a weird question. And I was like, yes, I'm home. And immediately I knew something was off. Mark shows up to Bella's house and he came over and he just looked so emotionless, which is so odd, because this man was very much affectionate with me, a good boyfriend, and in that moment I knew something was wrong." Mark
0: tells Bella that he doesn't make her happy anymore.
2: Which was weird, because I've never said that. And he was like, "I, I feel like I don't make you happy anymore, and I think we need to take time.
0: Bella is shocked and
2: confused. She doesn't know what he's talking about, because she is happy. When I tell people the relationship was perfect and totally fine until the moment it wasn't, that's genuinely what it was.
0: There were zero warning signs. They were always together. They never fought. And Mark had brought Bella a coffee at work the day before just
2: because. And this is gonna sound so cringy, but the first thing I said was, we just renewed our Disneyland pass. It just felt like he hadn't thought anything through. And he laughed, he was like, I can't believe you're thinking about the Disneyland passes right now. And I was like, it's seeming like you didn't think about anything that we have intertwined.
0: If Mark was having reservations, or thinking about breaking up with Bella, why would he have renewed his pass with her? Why had he been so sweet to her less than 24 hours earlier? Then, Bella was hit
2: with a second thought. And I asked him, "Is there somebody else?" Because I'm not dumb. I was like, "Where's is this, this is coming out of nowhere?" So I said, "Is there somebody else?" And he he laughed. He was like, "Ha ha, no." And that was it. The whole thing took 30 minutes. A whole three-year relationship took 30 minutes. Mark was
0: cold and precise like a surgeon cutting with his words.
2: He got straight to the point and I didn't cry because I think I was in shock in the moment. He didn't cry and he said, can I give you a hug? And I said, no. And I said, is there anything you need from my house? Because like, I want like you to take everything. He said, just my Ray-Bans.
1: Only Dipwads wear sunglasses inside.
2: Mark
0: walks out of Bella's house, leaving her dumbfounded.
2: He had a little keychain, and you can normally hear it jingle. when he like walks out, and I could tell that he just stood outside my door for like a solid like 30 seconds, and then he walked away. I think he had a moment where he pondered if I made the right decision. He left, and my mom came in the room and was like, what just happened?
0: And then Bella started to cry. (laughs) This was the man she thought she was going to marry. Bella calls her best friend Kelly.
2: There is no worse feeling than you telling everyone that your boyfriend of three years, who you've never fought with, you've never had a tiff, it was never on and off. You're like, oh, we broke up. You're crying to everyone. No one believes you. My mom texted my sister and was like, Bella and Mark broke up. And my sister was like, no, it's April Fools. They're pulling one over on you. Everyone was texting my mom asking her if it was legit. And I don't even think. I thought it was legit for a while because we were kind of pranksters with each other. But it wasn't a prank. This was real and Mark was gone
0: and Bella was left to pick up the pieces of their perfect relationship that shattered without warning.
2: A week goes by. I had a lot of pride so I didn't want to text him. I was like he's going to text me and I want to text him. But...
0: It's Monday. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Their first Monday apart, and Bella's mom convinces her to reach out. Her mom was sure that this was a temporary thing and
2: that someone just needed to break the ice. And so that's what I did. Just bit my tongue, was like, yeah, you know what, I'm not gonna say the elephant in the room just gonna say, hey, I miss you.
0: But Mark never responds.
2: It's the second
0: week of their breakup, and Bella is at work. She's been visibly upset and holding back tears all day. Finally.
2: My dad and my coworker were like, just go see him. And I've seen way too many rom-coms. So I was like, I need to just go. Like, this is the moment where the girl gets in the car and is like, look, let's just talk this out. So Bella leaves work, gets in her car, and drives to Mark's house.
0: You complete
2: me and I see his car and it was like 8 p.m. and I texted him and I said, hey, I'm outside, if this is really the end, let's just end things on a good note and let's just hug and I'm not saying we need to get back together, but let's just end it the right way.
0: Bella sends the text, then waits for Mark's response, but it never comes.
2: And I left him a voicemail, because he obviously didn't answer. It was me crying, and I said, hey, I'm going to leave, but I came here just to hug you and say goodbye the right way, and I'm going to really miss my best friend.
0: No response. The following week is Mark's 25th birthday, which was a big deal for him. Bella sends him a happy birthday text, to which Mark, again, does not respond
2: i did three reach outs all ignored and at that point i had to bite my tongue
0: reeling from their breakup and marks subsequent silence bella turns to break up youtube
2: once you get in the youtube breakup rabbit hole it takes you to how to manage a breakup and they tell you to go no contact which is now my biggest advice to girls is do not reach out
1: we have to to stop the madness. Do
2: not reach out, like let them feel that you are also removing your energy the same way that they are. If they're not responding, don't keep reaching out. So at that point, I decided to go no contact.
0: Her no contact rule extends far beyond communicating with her ex. Bella wants to remove him from her life and focus on healing. So she asks her friends and family not to bring up Mark
2: or the breakup. I had told everyone do not snoop Do not tell me anything you find. I said, don't, don't tell me. Because I can't, I can't change it. And I can't deal with it right now. I don't have the emotional capacity to deal with those emotions. Over the next few months,
0: Bella senses foul play. She can tell by the way that her friends and family are acting, that something shady had gone down with Mark. But... Bella continues to ignore it.
2: Being abandoned is already kind of hard enough and dealing with anything else I just was not ready for. So I told everyone, I'm going to pretend like this man died for the sake of my mental health.
0: Besides... Bella knew that if she wanted to know the truth, she could. I
2: told everyone, I was like, leave it alone, because whatever I want to know, I will find out in two seconds. I am the FBI. Like, leave it alone. And even
0: on the days when Bella finds herself missing Mark, she
2: refuses to check up on him
0: and forces him out of her mind.
2: When I tell you, I never looked at his anything. I didn't even block him. I just pretended like he passed away. Like, I genuinely did not look for anything.
1: From now on, You're dead to
2: me. Four months go by. It's September
0: 2019, and Bella has plans with her best friend, Kelly.
2: Kelly pulls up to Bella's house, and I get in her car. She's hysterical. And she's like, you need to know what Mark did. Mark is not the person we think he is. And I was like, oh my God. Obviously it's another woman. Either he got somebody pregnant or he's like, has a girlfriend, I don't know. Like, why is she being so dramatic? She was also a Leo. So, I mean, I took everything with a grain of salt.
0: Kelly pulls out her phone to show Bella a photo,
2: but Bella stops her. I looked at her dead in the eyes. I said, no, because I don't wanna know. She was kind of irritated that I didn't wanna see the picture.
0: She knew something bad had happened with Mark, but what did it matter? He wasn't coming back, so the worst had already happened. But as time passes, Bella feels something gnawing at her. How had Mark cut her out of his life so easily?
2: I think when you get broken up and you never hear from the person again, part of you is like, how do you just forget someone like that? Like, how do you just never wonder about them again? How do you never think about them again? And I think that really is the part that led me to need that peace, just to know that I wasn't forgotten and just like thrown away, tossed away like trash.
0: Bella wants to know if Mark thinks about her or if he's ever looking at my stuff.
2: And I remembered a trick, because I was one of the Tumblr girlies. I remember I had downloaded this thing called Stat Counter. Downloading. And it's like an embedded code. You make an account, and you can make it hidden on a Tumblr, where nobody can see it, but you can see who looks at it.
0: But it was 2019,
2: and no one was using Tumblr. So Bella needed to think of something else. I thought of a genius plan. I was like, I'm dramatic. And I'm going to make a blog right about the breakup because I know a lot of people want a lot of cues.
0: Using Tumblr, Bella creates a fake breakup blog and uploads three entries. Uploading. Then she goes to StatCounter and makes an account.
2: And it asks you, would you like the counter to be visible? And you put no, make it invisible. It gives you a code. You then click copy, and then it asks you to like name the, the project. So I named it Operation X Boyfriend, like get closure. And then I take that link and I put it in the layout settings of the page. So
0: now anyone who comes to her blog will be recorded by StatCounter. And for her final step, Bella posts the link to her new fake blog in the bio of her Instagram.
2: And, I would make little stories and be like, wrote about my healing journey, Click the link in my bio. And I think I caught him a week later.
0: Busted! In the beginning, Bella was looking for Mar, so she monitored the traffic closely. She ignored any web traffic coming from
2: outside of San Diego. And then I got a ding where I know where he's from, like his area of San Diego. And I was like, let me look up this IP address. He lives right by a mountain that everyone hikes. And it sure as shit was like right next to the the mountain. And I was like, gotcha.
0: This immediately gives Bella peace
2: of mind. Once you get them once, you can tag, like there's a little side corner on the IP address where you can tag it as a specific person, which is what I did. Then every time when I would pull it up, it would just be like lined up, mark, 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 all over. At this point,
0: Bella can see that Mark is checking her blog several times a day, which means that despite the fact that Mark had blocked her on Instagram, he was still checking her page with a Finsta at all hours of the day.
2: So you are coming at five in the morning, which didn't make sense to me. And for a while I questioned, if it was him because he did not wake up early. I found out that he got a new job where he has to be at 6 a.m., so the 5:30 started making sense. The the 5:55 started making sense. The 11 p.m.s made sense. It was just weird hours, but it was like sometimes like three times a day and slowly but surely, Bella starts to heal.
0: It's December. About 3 months later, The holidays have arrived. Wow,
2: Merry Christmas, huh? (laughs) I silently monitor, and I knew I was healing because I stopped checking it, like, less and less. I needed to know that I wasn't just forgotten after three years. And that's an ego thing, I understand, but that was the piece that I needed, and I got that through that link just to know that he was still checking, and I knew that he had a girlfriend just because of the way everyone was treating me. When I saw how frequently he was checking it and at the hours he was checking it, I was like, you at least are sitting with some little bit of guilt. You at least care to some degree. And for me to know that I wasn't just thrown away like trash, some people just need to know that they weren't just thrown away because that is so hurtful.
0: Bella moves on with her life. She takes on new hobbies, changes her career, and loses 80 pounds. She's booked and busy, StatCounter continues to send out monthly traffic reports, and sometimes Bella checks them, but other times she ignores them. Fast forward, it's April 1st, 2020, one year after their breakup, and Bella decides to give herself the closure that Mark never did, armed with the knowledge that he still checks her blog several times a day. Bella decides to write him a letter.
2: And in the letter I wrote, I sat down the other day and wrote my dream person. And I looked at it and I was like, You were none of those things. And I would have never noticed because i loved you so much and i would have lived my whole life with you and would have sacrificed what i didn't even know i wanted because i loved you so much and i thank you because you set me free to go find that and who i am now is so different than the woman he walked away from in that room
0: A year later, Bella finally felt grateful for the lessons that loss had taught her. Unfortunately, in August of 2020, Bella would experience the worst loss. Her father passes away. Mark and her dad had been close, so Bella reaches out to let him know, only to discover that Mark has blocked her phone number. Which was odd because he was still checking her blog daily. Two months later, Bella's hanging with her friend
2: Mel. And as she's talking to me and rambling about like some guy she's seeing, a light bulb goes off in my head. And I'm like, I'm ready to rip this band-aid off right now. I think once you experience something so earth-shattering like that, like losing a parent, nothing can hurt you. Bella
0: pulls out her phone and without telling Mel, she begins to
2: FBI. (laughs) I don't even know her name. I start doing some digging, find her name. I'm like, looking on my Instagram, I can't find her. She's a very weird name. It sounds like a very low budget Italian restaurant. Buongiorno. So I'm like, oh, you would pop up on Instagram. So I find her Venmo through him, through his Venmo, find her. So I confirmed her name. Why doesn't she have an Instagram? I start going through her people who she sends money to. And I start looking them up on Instagram. Didn't follow her nail girl. I'm like, that's weird. Why won't you follow your nail girl? And then it hits me. Bella was blocked.
0: And not just on her personal account, but also on her work and her podcast
2: accounts. Denied. So, Bella uses Mel's phone. We pull it up and she goes, wait, is this Mark's girlfriend? And I go, yep. And she goes, were you looking up all this stuff at this whole time? And I go, yeah. And I go, I found her in two seconds. And I go, we're about to find out more right now. And she's like, are you ready to do this? I was like, I'm ready to do this.
0: But the new girlfriend had a private account.
2: Mel tells Bella that she has a friend who does those bougie picnics. Let me send her to go follow through the picnic account. So we got her on the phone, she was a real one, and she was like, send me to Instagram and I'll follow her on my picnic account. We're like, girlie, thank you so much. The picnic girl calls back. Maybe five minutes later and goes, Bella, I went to middle school with this girl and I'm pretty sure I have her on Facebook. Cut to later that night.
0: Bella invites the picnic girl and three of her best friends over to her place. She has wine and cheese, and when the picnic girl arrives...
2: She basically pulls her Facebook up, we put it on a projector in my living room, and we start going through her Facebook. Their anniversary is April 11th, which means that... By the time I'd gone to his house to like be like, hey, let's end this amicably, he was fully in another relationship. <gasps> more shocking. He got engaged in September of 2019. Five months after he walked out of Bella's house. That was the photo that they were trying to show me.
0: The photo that Kelly had been trying to show Bella all those months ago
2: was the engagement photo of Mark and his new fiance. And so that's when the math starts kind of mathing. And I think all my friends started looking at me being like, Bella, are you okay? And at that point, I'd been sitting on this information for a long time. And I go, I'm fine because he's been checking my Instagram every day for like three years. Dude, what is wrong with
0: that guy? Her friends were stunned <gasps> and rightfully so. In February of 2022,
2: Bella says goodbye to Mar for the last time. I made a TikTok February 1st, I think was the first one. And I had them in my drafts and they were just sitting there and I was like, Bella, don't stir the pot, don't stir the pot. And also I was like, the second you post it, he is never going to click that link again. So you have to be ready to never have this again, to fully let it go. And I was like, I'm at peace. And I posted the first TikTok and I took a nap and woke up and my phone was absolutely blown up. Bella's story went viral. And when I tell you he never clicked that link again, he never clicked it again. So he knows. But she's okay with that
0: because in the process of losing Mark, Bella found herself.
2: I have nothing but love and I wish him the best because I would not be here pursuing and writing and getting up on stages. It wasn't for him leaving me the way he did.
0: So I ask you, how far would you go to get closure? <laughs> <laughs> How far would you go?
1: Oh. <laughs> it's like every time I was like, and this is it. And This is it. Hmm. And oh, my gosh, (laughs) I I wouldn't go that far.
0: (laughs) I wouldn't do that.
1: (laughs) I want to say I wouldn't. Okay, yes. Would you would you look at their Instagram? Would you ask friends? What are they up to? Would you try and get the background story? Yeah, I can understand that Mm -hmm. over the process of or duration of what, two years? Yeah. So they broke up in April Fool's 2019, 2019 and to 2022, 2020. I mean, that's two years of like behind the scenes groundwork, (laughs) FBI ing
0: she, she missed her calling we need her in the u.s government
1: I know. well that's what i find so anything internet sleuth mm-hmm. i'm like there needs to be a private citizens agency mm. for people who are like don't fuck with cats that show yeah. like if you just band everyone together and those people are out there finding whoever we need to find wherever we need so to
0: find Weirdly, something very similar happened to me with the guy that I thought I was going to marry. I will leave his name out of this, but Mm -hmm. I was a similar age and I genuinely thought I was going to marry this person. And the weird thing is, is I don't know if I've ever loved
1: anybody like I loved him. Well, of course, you're young and you just don't even know. And naive. You
0: don't know. Yeah. I was like, girl, you had so much coming for you. Uh. And very similar situation, broke up with me out the blue, over the phone, and then would not speak to me. And I went no contact, kind of because I was forced to, but also just out of self-preservation. And then one day, I've never used Tumblr, but he had one. He had a work one. And then I guess he also had a private one, which Mm. I never knew about. And that's how I found all of the photos of him and his new girlfriend and that they lived together and that they were going on trips with his mom. (sighs)
1: Yeah. See... It was
0: not great. It was not a great feeling.
1: I... I'm curious in your relationship Mm -hmm. did you also not have any arguments and everything felt like hunky dory yeah I think that's not right I personally have found that in the relationships where we never argue Mm -hmm. there's something grossly wrong (laughs) with what ends up being why it ends so I have found that the relationships not you don't want to have to work yourself to death for a relationship but you also want to be able to feel like oh there's some compromises we're trying to meet each other in the middle. But if there's no arguing at all, it's usually because there's something wrong in my experience. Mm -hmm. And I am the kind of person that will kind of overachieve to give my partner everything that I want them to have and I want to be the cool girl and I want them to be happy and think that I'm awesome. And that comes at a cost of like maybe sometimes not being fully honest with myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that maybe there's, you know, like she even said, once I wrote down all the things I wanted in a partner, once I was honest with myself... I realized that... You weren't he, it. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't her guy. Yeah. And and you wouldn't... Maybe she didn't know that because she wasn't really being honest with herself in the relationship. Maybe there are aspects of it that were great and she was willing to deal with that consequence of maybe not being fully authentic.
0: So I recently, and by recently, I mean sometime between <laughs> yesterday and the last year and a half. I don't know. My brain is jellybean. I went through and I looked through the old text messages between me and that ex and I realized that two, things were happening. One, extremely pathetic behavior on my part. And two, I made a lot of excuses for him. He was at grad school. (laughs) So he was busy a lot of the time. Right. If I trust you, I trust you. And so if you tell me you're busy, I'm going to believe that you're busy with whatever it is you say you're busy
1: with, not busy fucking somebody else. Well, of course, because I think if you're a secure person, you're kind of living your life one directionally and you're not like I think part of just to kind of wrap back to what what's this gal's name Bella 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 gave herself a length of time to grieve this relationship. Mm-hmm. And whatever she did to get over this person is her business. And if I was her friend and I knew she was doing this, part of me would want to put the kibosh on it because I'm like, this, what's the point? And the other half is like, I the trust. The other half would
0: be like, um, can we trademark this and start a school? <laughs> because I do feel like you will take over the
1: world. Well, it's just the time. The thing is, it's the time. Who has the time? to, I mean, when you're 22, is she sleeping eight hours a night? You know, I sleep like nine hours a night. So for me, I'm like, I don't have the time to make a, a Tumblr and a, assess the addresses oh. that are checking out the, like, I don't I would 100% do it. <laughs> I would
0: 100% <laughs> do this. In fact, I DM'd a hacker friend of mine to be like, yo, is this illegal? And he's like, no, it's definitely not. It's very legal. And I was like, it's such a
1: blessing that I do not have your skills because I would be a terror. So I think it was even you, who taught me the term breadcrumbing, mm-hmm. which is like somewhere in the ghosting, you know, yes. like phase, it's like of- Hansel and Gretel, just leaving little breadcrumbs little- to keep you. Walking along the trail. And so when you text a guy like, hey, it was so good seeing you last week. And then they're like, you too. And and that's the breadcrumb they leave you. They don't ask you up mm-hmm. For this, looking to see that he checked it is like the tiniest little breadcrumb of validation that mm. you matter and that y- he thinks about. Like she has that proof like, oh, he checks this thing that it's elongating the ending process on her end and on his end. Because when I was listening to the story, I was like, are you sure they're not? supposed to be together because they're really underlying their entire lives with checking in on, on each, each other. other in this weird way. I think most people do that.
0: Really? Are I kind of do. Do you know how many exes have come back around since I started this? A really? Lot. Oh Stop. my God. Yes. Really? Hi guys. It's good to see you. <laughs> I am aware. I'm aware of the ones that have slid into the DMs that I've not responded to. I see those. We're just going to pretend like I don't see those. But also, hey, what's up? What's up? I just started a fucking (laughs) love and dating podcast, bitch. That's what's up. Mind your business. uh, First of all, (laughs) we're welcome. I'm still me. Yeah. Do you think I don't know what's going on? So I think a lot of people pay attention. I also feel like no contact is sometimes really hard when you
1: you have no, I mean, just out of nowhere. Well, yeah, that's that's so cruel to, cruel to not give someone that you've been in a committed relationship proper closure. I mean, I dated someone for 10 months and I got broken up with via text mm. and then never, he never answered my phone calls and I just had to make <laughs> peace with that. It's, uh, so I remember this. And also <laughs> I do feel like we should call Bella. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like, And I mean, if I'm being completely honest with myself, I forgot about any of the digital breadcrumbs that I could find because Mm -hmm. I realized any person that would do something like that. And in, in my experience, there were problems. It wasn't all great. So it almost felt like the universe being like. I told you this person wake up was actually not nice in the beginning, in the middle, and in the end they ended it exactly how you thought they could, and so they showed I showed you who they were. They, they did, and I just was like, no, but I I could be so cool that even the tiniest bit is like enough for me to anyway so that was not my favorite and when that happened it was easy for me to not go on the socials or anything like that because I could make that ending clear Hmm. but for someone who had a really positive experience with someone was really happy it almost feels like was the entire relationship a lie you know
0: and also if I'm every day waking up feeling like death just miserable on the inside so sad that I lost my best friend I lost the future that I thought I was gonna have I lost everything that I thought I was building with this person and you didn't even look back over your
1: shoulder once it was just so easy for you to just walk away and never think twice about it so I have this philosophy on breakups and it's one of those things where take the advice but do you really take it yourself but this is my you mean (laughs) this whole podcast. My philosophy is that as much as you can make the ending of a relationship about you. And the moment you start going into the he thinks, she thinks, they think, they're doing, they're being, you start to separate your own experience and make it about their experience in order to process. But what if instead of constantly trying to understand what they were thinking, you spent as much time doing that thinking about yourself and all the ways in which you are working through it without necessarily, like, I liked when she was like, I just imagined he was dead because I was like, that's actually probably one of the healthier things you can do because then you're forced to focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. Lean on your friends, take care of yourself, go cut those bangs,
0: <laughs> you know? <laughs> like Okay, okay, um, I agreed with everything Alicia said <laughs> except for the bangs, I just consult like, someone. Cut your bangs. So practical examples, like if someone wakes up and all I'm thinking about are these memories, like our highlight reel, or we were supposed to go to Disneyland today, like that wedding that
1: we were supposed to go to is coming up. How do you get through that? If you were my friend and you were asking me this. If I was your friend. Hypothetically.
0: Hypothetically.
1: Go on. I would ask you, what was something you used to do before you got into your relationship that you don't do anymore that you wish you did? Hmm. And maybe it's like, oh, I used to go rock climbing all the time, but you know, my partner didn't really like getting dust on their hands, so then I never went because I that couldn't would be go that with partner. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is me. And and I would say, I think you should go do that. Hmm. And I think that sometimes when you are in a relationship, you create such a connection with a person that you. Should shift your foundation of who you are to kind of blend with this other person and in these compromises you end up learning new things about yourself together with this person but part of what might be helpful and regrounding is thinking about the things that you really don't do anymore like maybe you used to journal maybe you used to go to the beach go surfing maybe you used to take a walk around the neighborhood or sleep with a sound machine or like all the things that you stopped doing or made accommodations for I would say maybe lean into that and see if it doesn't inspire some more like self-care. <laughs> I, I always try to create a list of goals.
0: Hmm. So goals and hobbies. And then anytime you find yourself feeling lost, go look at the list. Keep it on your phone if you need to do that. And it can be as great as like, I want to run a marathon or it could be as small as I want to reorganize my bathroom. Mm, and so that. you'll always have something to do because I do think shifting energy is really helpful when you're in like a spiral situation. And then the second thing thing is, I also say at the top of that, have some mantras. Because a lot of times when we get caught in this spiral, it's a feed loop in our brain. Mm. And you could probably speak to this because you're more science-y than I am, but (laughs) you have to rewire that thought pattern.
1: Oh, I mean, I don't really know much about cognitive behavioral therapy. If I remember correctly, that sort of therapy helps some of the ways in which your brain makes these types of jumps. Like, for example, black and white thinking, Mm -hmm. you know, so this gal's black and white thinking might be if he checks my Tumblr, it means he still loves me. Or that I matter. Or that I matter. And that's my reason to keep going. Because Mm -hmm. I do matter. If we could break that and it's like when she wakes up in the morning and she looks in the mirror and taking both of our advice goes I matter in the mirror, that might be one step making it more about herself and less about using this person who hurt her. In the grand scheme of things, you want to be able to just be like, thank you for releasing me from, you know, being stuck with you. And ultimately what I didn't really want is to be with someone like you. But that's not life. No, I hate Sometimes that you have to make Ugh. a Tumblr and have your ex check it in order to validate you for two years in order for you to get to yeah. the place where it doesn't matter. Yeah. And for her, that's what she did. <laughs> and
0: I'm just so glad I know how to do
1: that. <clears throat> no, I'm kidding. So do you relate to this story at all? I would say there have been times, especially in my early 20s, where I used the internet to keep up with exes. Mm. I used Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that to kind of see who are they hanging out with, um, what's going on. And I would say that for a long time I just don't do that because A, I don't really use social media like that. And two, maybe I just have lately just been walking away from relationships going so inward that I just need to do that in order to not, like I can't think about what they're doing. But it is fun. It's just like, do you want to give the time and space to someone who would do something like that to you.
0: Yeah, I have for sure spent so much time. Like, I don't remember the old Instagram. You could see who people were following so you could keep tabs on like if a guy that you were interested in or a girl that you were interested in has like followed new people. Can you still do that? I don't think so. I think they
1: changed that and there are apps. I could throw a toxic tip out there. Oh, I learned it through it through TikTok when I was dating person who broke up with me by a time. Mm -hmm. Shockingly, a lot of my TikTok was about like, you know, things that are probably not helpful. One of them being if you go on a web browser, Mm -hmm. it will populate who someone follows in order of the date. So the most recent one goes all the way at the top. Okay, yeah. So there are apps that do that. Yeah. And and when I saw that TikTok, I was like, This is my point about all of this. It's opening a lid on Pandora's box of your own insecurity. So like Mm. the more digging you do, if you're in a relationship, if you're not, if you're curious what a friend's doing, anything, once you start digging for stuff like that, you're making a really solid choice. Like the choice she made to do this Tumblr, I feel like is like, I'm going to lean into this. (laughs) And I think I actively chose to like lean away. Yeah. I was like, I am not going to What got you there? Having really healthy friendships. And I think people who really give great advice, which is to focus on the things that bring you joy rather than sitting in the curiosity of the unknown. In a perfect world, if you got broken up with, it would be done in a caring, loving way where two people hurt, but it's amicable in some way. But oftentimes it's not like not. that. Sometimes you get a text message or you just get a phone call or someone coming up to you for 30 minutes and being like, OK, bye. Yeah. And, uh, and then never talking to you And again. then never talking to you again. Like,
0: Oof. holy cow. What about what she said about pride and how she didn't ever want to text first?
1: Oh, my gosh. What are your thoughts on that? that. I feel like that's a little bit of game playing. Mm -hmm. Do we play games in this house? (laughs) I think I did in my 20, like early 20s. I wanted to be so cool. Mm -hmm. She's so cool. She's so chill. She's living her life. I want them to think like I'm doing some cool thing and I pick up my phone. Oh, I'll text them later. And like three hours later, I'll hit them back. That is so funny. I've never been chill.
0: Really? Ever. (laughs) Ever been chill. It gives me so much anxiety. I'm like, I need to check this because I don't want to have the dots. Like I don't like having Read messages. I'm really outing myself here. But I, yeah, I'm not chill at all. I want to communicate. I'm so bad at playing
1: the game. I think you just, I strive to be that way. And mm-hmm. I think. Part of your influence actually has been just like, why? Who are you Who Lying are you benefiting for? in this? You're creating space to like not be your most authentic self. So if you're having these like pangs of anxiety or you're thinking so hard into something, that's probably not the space you want to be in. And listen, there are people who play the game and they get what they want. And that's really cool. And
0: honestly, <laughs> write books. We would I know, love to read them.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure. But for me, when I see a text, I'm responding to it. I don't care. If you think it's too soon, I sometimes can be on my computer and I'll email someone 20 seconds after they've emailed me back. And I don't care. It's if I don't do it, then I actually probably won't write you back. (laughs)
0: for sure. Like it's it's crazy where I am today now. So this is October 2022. Oh wow. We've had a year. We've had a year. Like, I am in my full savage era. So unfortunately or fortunately, like I'm at a place right now where there are so many of you and I genuinely don't give a fuck. So if you don't text me, like I had this crazy magical story with this guy and I haven't heard from him. Mm-hmm. I could not care less. And what did I tell you?
1: I said any guy who hears you say something mm-hmm. and then receives that as, oh, she wants this thing and then doesn't do that, it makes it easy for you to forget about them because they're just not a good listener. It's so true. And we're, you have a podcast, so you need someone who can listen. There are so many girls out there giving what they think people want from them. And like you are who you are. So if someone's going to show up and receive your energy, why not give it back in the way that you want it? Yeah, that's so true. So I'm going to explain the
0: story. And that's why I feel like I'm at this savage era. But a year ago today, I was a shell of a human. I feel like it gives great context because I feel like I was that person who was so obsessed with figuring out, like, why don't these people like me or, or what's going on? Why is it taking so long for them to ask me out or text me back? Or why am I being breadcrumbed and going to these clues or trying to figure out a puzzle that they have left
1: unfinished? Yes,
0: So anyway, I feel like I hit a real rock bottom moment and that gave me clarity. And then I've just been focusing on I just don't give a fuck anymore. I want to find somebody and settle down. But if I die alone, so fucking be it. I I know that that, sounds so crazy, (laughs) but that is truly where I'm at. Okay, so switching full gears.
1: So breakup YouTube, you have thoughts on breakup YouTube? Okay, not so much thoughts on breakup YouTube, but I have thoughts on using YouTube and social media to decipher relationships. Because mm. really, who is the authority that you are seeking? Because sometimes I find oh God, that... <laughs> I hope it's me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, hear me out. So for example, there was a point in my life where I was dating an athlete and I was using... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was Sorry. using YouTube and TikTok videos to help almost like I needed to commiserate with mm. other people who were dating athletes in order to understand why I was being treated the way I was being treated. <laughs> were you also so... <laughs> watching WAGs? <laughs> I didn't even know what that was. Like, I came out of it from so not in the know of what I was getting myself into. And it's just shocking that it didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> to who? To you? To me? <laughs> oh, God. But what's wild is I was on YouTube mm-hmm. looking at people like give advice but I'm just like girl you are in this you don't know like I look at myself now thinking like why Why? it's so niche Mm -hmm. sometimes and sometimes I also found myself gravitating towards the things I wanted to hear right? because I wanted to make it okay so it's like I just sometimes find that if you're looking for something very targeted like how to handle a breakup and you're not in a therapeutic setting you're just looking on YouTube you might find yourself gravitating towards the things you want to hear the things like He's her. a jerk, blah blah blah, and not like you know. He is a jerk, but yes, but there might be a tiny bit of like, and also, were you being totally honest with yourself right. in what you wanted in a partner, and like she might have saw that YouTube video and be like, okay, I'm going to click out of that one and click the other one. As you navigate how to process a breakup and if it's something as traumatic as someone just ghosting you after breaking up, get yourself into a therapeutic setting and talk with someone who can help walk you through like actionable steps to try and heal.
0: Yeah. Have, have you ever been cheated on? No.
1: That I know of.
0: <laughs> well, that does make one of us at this table. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because we're talking about secure attachment styles. And I do feel like I had a very, I have a very secure attachment style until certain things like rocket. And then I I become kind
1: of like anxious. And that's a shame. And I think people who feel anxiety in their body from their relationship should probably really think about that. Mm. You know, sometimes I wonder if anxious attachment style is just your body telling you like, get out is it? Like, I don't really know enough about that.
0: This is not funny, but I have been in places where I have been in bad relationships. For example, the guy that I talked about where I was cheated on, you know, he lied to me for several, several months. Mm-hmm. So the next time that came up, I, I didn't give the person the benefit of the doubt. It was very hard to trust my gut. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure where my center was. I think if you're gaslit repeatedly, it gets very hard. Is this my intuition or is this my anxiety? Mm-hmm. They do feel very similar. Mm. And so I think for people that have been cheated on, which you can joke and you can say that's not trauma, but I think to some people it actually oh is. Oh my gosh, who's saying it's not trauma? Uh, probably the trolls on this video. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I got a lot of bros that don't like me right now. <sighs> so it takes a, a long time
1: to learn to trust yourself again. Yeah. And you might have to in that long time process be creating tumblers and looking at... <laughs>
0: Yeah, maybe. Location, maybe that Gina. is the thing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so you never had a Finsta?
1: Uh, <laughs> I never said that. Got it. <laughs> right, right. There was definitely, uh again, early 20s. Like, I yeah. feel like when when you have the time to commit to, like, wanting to understand your situationship, mm-hmm. like... I'm going to run in, into the rapid fire questions. Okay.
0: Are you ready? Your favorite killer move. What's a move that you make that always works?
1: Oh. <sighs> Oh, man, it's a hard one because it always works, except the one time it didn't. And <laughs> it's cooking for someone. I think it's really nice to make a meal for somebody, to present a meal for someone in your home a couple dates in. You're I did, also a great chef. Thank you. Yeah. I like to bake. I like to cook. But one time I did bring oysters in a picnic that I had in my backyard, invited this lovely gentleman over who said he never had oysters before. And I was like, oh, well, this could be like a fun experience for the both of us. Like, I'll shuck some oysters. He'll try them. He'll have this connection with me. We opened this one door together. I shucked it, gave it to him, and he gagged on it and then spat it up into the yard. And then because he was so embarrassed by what had happened, he asked for another one to, like, <gasps> prove that he could get it down. And I was like, you really have to do that. You don't have to do that because we could just move on. I have a charcuterie board here. Like we could just be like, no, he I'm like, going to like, take it. Yeah. Like 20 minutes later, he was like, no, no, no. Shuck another one. I'll try it. And it was worse because in that second one, he made eye contacts. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like no. <laughs> and I just was like, oh, man. Well, I guess this is where it ends. So actually, the date didn't last too long after that. He had to go and um, but asked me if he could take a shot before he left so we did shots of overproof rum and then he called an Uber and he left and did you ever see him again never wow what a killer move I'm obsessed okay (laughs) okay Killer date versus date killer. I feel like this is just a good human quality. Mm -hmm. Someone who can both add to a conversation and listen to a conversation. So great conversational skills. I love to talk. I love to listen. I love to learn. And I think a healthy, balanced communication and Mm -hmm. conversation is such a plus. Turn off is just like smells any strong colognes. Don't love that stuff. Hi co What's one thing you're working on to try and improve like your relationships? Like what's something you do? You lash out. Are you... Jealous. Sometimes if I don't pay attention, I can be in my own bubble and not check in on friends. And I'm trying to get a little bit better about making sure I check in on people, making sure I'm reminding people like I am your friend. I do love you. Sometimes I just get in my own little bubble. Yeah. Um, and that's always something to work on. Okay. Protection. What is your self-love practice? I really hate having dirty feet before I go to sleep. So I will wash my feet in the bathtub before I go to bed and I do it every night and it's like part of my bedtime routine. (laughs) And it's the one thing I do for myself before I go to sleep. I also have to shower before I go to sleep. Like I can't just like fall into bed after the day. Can't do that. Won't do that. But, you know, you shower in the early evening, you're going about your day. And then right when I go to bed, I will wash my feet, wow. Jesus style. Before I
0: that done. is wild. Okay. Killer advice. What's the best dating
1: advice you've ever been given? It's not you. It's them. <laughs> I fucking love that. That's amazing. I mean, yeah. Most of the time, whatever people are doing, it's because of things that are happening in their lives. So try not to take things personally if you can.
0: And but- if people want to find more of you, how do they find you? I never
1: use my socials, but you can hang out there. <laughs> On my Instagram. Oh my God. Uh, I am going to be doing a podcast myself sometime next year. Can't wait to tell you about that. Had a new show that we filmed during the summer called Platonic. And so you can catch me and a bunch of other really famous people <laughs> <laughs> in that show because it does talk about relationships, too. So what a great connection. Check out Platonic on Apple. On Apple TV Plus. Thank
0: you. Not a problem. <laughs> Alicia Wainwright, thank you so much for joining me today. You're the best. Hey guys, if you have a question that you would like to submit or you have a story that you would like to share, I would love to hear from you. And remember, everything is a hundred percent anonymous. And if you like this episode, please consider liking and leaving a review. I've said it a million times and I'll say it again. They really do count and they mean so much to me. And before we go, I want to say a special thank you to Bella. You can find more of her hilarious stories on Instagram or TikTok, both at, at Bella Fufella, which is also listed below in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, and see you next Tuesday.